Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Hey friends, welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast Summer Quickies Edition Week 2. We're so excited to have you here. I hope your summer's off to a great start. Um, as we said last week, every summer we do some quicker episodes in the summer to just give you a little more time with the family or time at the beach or whatever you're doing and uh, and trying to hit some important topics and cover them in a shorter period of time. And today we got a good one. It's what do we do in our marriage when we can't agree on disciplining the kids? And maybe you're already to the point early on in the summer where it's like, <laughs> we cannot agree on how to discipline these kids and they are running wild, bouncing off the walls. And I just hope we're still married by the end of the summer because <laughs> this is a lot of pressure. Um, hopefully that's not how things are going, but every family's had those moments. We just did a 16 hour road trip, uh, with the kids just one way, just 16 hours in the van one way. So we yeah. still have to drive, you know, I mean, don't even think about it. I'm not even thinking about it. Um, <laughs> so we know, we get it where it's like there's a little bit of tension from just all being on top of each other. Yes. And we've had times in our marriage where this was the pinch point, the pain point, the yeah. thing that we couldn't get past because I was like way too lenient. And, you know, Ashley is, um, you know, she's she's not hard. She's very loving and grace filled, but she just had she just has clear expectations for the kids and really is a healthier parent all the way around. And I was more <laughs> laissez faire and. <laughs> she was so I've frustrated some, I've with me. I've had moments like that. And we had to work through this. So we're going to talk about what that looked like in our marriage and and how maybe it could improve in yours as well. All right. Just to remind you guys, we have four boys ranging in age from 17 to 7. And, uh, and yeah, a lot of testosterone. And I remember with our first two, you know, that we had very close together because they were only, they were a week shy of two years apart. And so, you know, we have these kids and I read like, every parenting book that was, you know, on the list to read during that time. Because I was like, I really do. I want to be a good parent. I think all of us, we can agree we want to be good parents. And um, and I remember I was, you know, when it came time to really start disciplining our, our, our kids, I had like very specific things in mind. And, and Dave and I had talked about this a little bit, like we, you know, or to spank or not to spank is always kind of a thing. And everybody has their own reasons. In marriage too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> everybody has their own reasons for, you know, being pro spanking or anti spanking. And I totally get that. Um, you know, we actually grew up with having spankings here and there. And we know though this. Very, I deserved everyone I got. I, I was a very strong willed child myself. But, um, you know, we know there's a proper way to do this. So like there were some books just to give a frame of reference of what we were reading. Uh, there was, we, our, our first one was extremely, is still extremely strong-willed. So of course I read The Strong-Willed Child. 
um, bringing up boys, I think is what it's called. Yeah, a lot of James Dobson. A lot of James Dobson books, which are great and very practical. And one thing James Dobson always talked about that we really tried to do early on, and Dave has always been so good at this, and I feel like I really struggled with this, is focusing, like really, or not just focusing, but cultivating that really strong relationship with the kids so that when we did enforce the rules that they would know without a doubt, like, you know, they're doing this because they love me and because rules are a good thing. Right. And for me, I feel like I was pretty heavy handed on the rules and being just so cut and dry that I wasn't willing to bend. I mean, I, I hugged and kissed and loved on and encouraged the kids all day long, but I remember being just so, worry that they weren't being right but the, the standard you know, was clear standard and is, if you, yes and and i think we just like a lot of parents do i think would would kind of like live in the tension where one parent is usually more on the kind of the grace side and one mm-hmm. parent's more on the the justice side the accountability side yeah because you know if you grow if you raise your kids with all grace and no accountability you know they're going to prison someday like they just are <laughs> because they're going to yeah. grow up thinking there are no consequences but if right. it's all justice and it's all letter of the law and there's not grace, then, then there, the, you know, the relationship side can get wounded. And one of the James Dobson principles that really stood out to both of us is he said all of his books, all that he's done, it can be summed up in one sentence, one parenting sentence, and it's this, rules without relationships lead to rebellion. Yeah, and that he really said, stuck with he me. He said, you need the rules, but you also, it has to be rooted, like Ashley just said, it has to be rooted in the relationship or else what you're going to get is rebellion. You're going to get some rebellion anyway. Oh, believe me. Because all of us, teenagers. <laughs> all of us just have a rebellious, sinful human nature that, yes. you know, we we all have that. And thankfully, the only perfect parent who's ever existed, God, our Heavenly Father, is so full of grace, but at the same time has very clear standards. And those standards are there for our protection. And yeah. so we... I mean, there's even in the Bible, it says the Lord disciplines those he loves. He and does. obviously he loves us. That's why there are natural consequences. I mean, there are natural consequences just in the world. And uh, and even a non-believer in, in Christ can see that. I mean, just living in the world for five minutes, you know, there's natural consequences. And so I guess, you know, early on, we just, I really, like Dave was saying, I was really hyper-focused on the rules and Dave really was like, but what about grace? And I, I would always tease him and I would say, listen, I think between the two of us, like when we meet in the middle on this, we're like the there's an actual balanced parent, <laughs> there's parent a really right? awesome parent. No, exactly. you were already an awesome parent. I don't know. Well, it takes both. We, like you said, you need, you need the rules, but you also need grace. And so, you know, it, it looked a lot of different ways in raising our kids. And I, you know, obviously we're still in the trenches of, of raising kids, but some things that have really helped us to get on the same page are reaching out to mentors. You know, there was a point where um, we weren't like fighting, you know, Dave and I have never been big yellers at each other or anything like that. Neither one of us loves conflict. Um, In fact, for many years of our marriage, I just avoided it, which doesn't solve anything. And that's why I talk about avoidance on here all the time and how that doesn't solve anything, how we've got to get everything out on the table and really talk about it. And um, in this particular season of raising kids, I think we had three at the time. So we had like two, you know, probably elementary schoolers and, and like a toddler and life like all of us can relate to was just busy and going. And, and I just, I felt like I didn't have a grip on parenting. And I really, I got to the point where I felt like, you know, Dave kind of would be the fun guy. And I always, was always harping on these roles. And Dave said he could see in my eyes that I was kind of starting to resent that. And yeah, so you came yeah. up to me one day and you were like, and I remember it, our, we were in our family room and I, I must've looked exhausted or ticked off or something. And you were like, sweetie, listen, I feel like you're starting to resent me as a dad. And, um, and he's like, and I feel like at this point, I don't know, like I, I'm doing all I know how to do. 
So we need to ask for help. Yes. And he's like, here's my idea. I I want you to think about and pray about a couple in the church. And we've mentioned this before. So some of you've heard this story, but I'll tell a brief version of it. Think about a couple in the church that you look at who's like maybe 10 years ahead of us and you like their family dynamic. Like they they love each other and they have a good marriage and their kids, you know, love love each other, love God and 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 seem to want to be around their parents. Like think yeah. about who that couple is and and then we'll talk about it and see if we can maybe talk to that couple, you know, invite them over for dinner and just pick their brain and kind of see how we can get on the same page with this. And I was like, oh my gosh, everybody's too busy. That's a great idea, but like nobody's gonna say yes. And he's like, you can't say no for people. And so we end up praying and thinking about it and we come up with the same couple, Todd and Stacy. And invite them over. And over the years, you guys, I mean, this was a while back, but over the years, we've talked to them again and again. And they've been such a source of encouragement, of just uh, practical tips and and even pushing us on certain things. Like I remember Todd really leveling with you and being like, dude, you got to stand up more. Like, you yeah, know, I mean, and, he really and did. And I needed that. We need to invite people to have that kind of voice in our lives. And I'm, yeah. I'm so thankful, you know, not only for our own parents, but um, oh, yeah. for mentors like Todd and Stacy. you know, our, our, one of my great life mentors is, uh, is Pastor Marty Baker. The, and Patty, his wife. And Patty. They, they both have uh, really, Marty and Patty have, have been not only great friends and great leaders of, of the church where, you know, I've been a pastor, but they have intentionally spoken into our lives oh, and encouraged us in over. so many ways. I don't know that we would even be doing marriage ministry now or have a lot of the opportunities we've had now had it not been for for their encouragement and them speaking sure. into us and giving us some opportunities. And so I'm so thankful for that. And and now as we get older, like I want to be that for other people. And I yeah. think part of how God designed the the church is for it to be a multi-generational um, place where we can we can always lean on each other. Yeah, we can lean on mentors who are older than us, who have life experience we don't have. We can lean on friends who are in the same phase of life, and we can be in small groups with people where we're in the trenches together. And which we've had that many years. We've had and that. I'm so thankful for that. And then we can we can pour into um, those who are younger, not only our own children, but um, you know, younger people, folks who are a little bit behind in life experience, and we can let them know what we've learned. And if we're all doing that for each other, guys, it's great because we don't have to figure out all life stuff on our own. Mm -hmm. And we can learn to celebrate, you know, the unique ways that God wired us. Like I'm, Ashley and me both, you know, we we didn't try to change each other in terms of our our nature, our personalities, and we fell in love with each other's personalities. Mm -hmm. But we had to figure out with parenting, how is this going to look in a cohesive way? Like I think left to my own devices, it could have been, there's this scene, I, I always come back to movie examples because it's just how my brain works. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you wanna keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles 
and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the, the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked. One goal we've had as a family lately is to try to just eat healthier. And junk is sometimes more convenient. And we're eating unhealthy, not because we want to, but it's just because it's what's easy to grab. But then came along Thrive. That's right. Thrive Market is helping us in really simple, practical ways. And as a Thrive Market member, we save money on every single grocery order. On average, we save over 30% each time, which I mean, I don't know about you, but I love saving money. They even have a deals page that changes daily and always has some of our favorite brands, which right now we are loving the Hum brand, Zero Sugar Kombucha. And so check those out. Go to Thrive Market, join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash naked for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash N-A-K-E-D, thrivemarket.com slash naked. A Robin Williams movie called Mrs. Doubtfire. And if you haven't seen it, it's, it's a classic. Best. So the opening scene of this movie, Robin Williams is throwing this wild birthday party for one of the kids. And there are like, <laughs> it's a dance party. People are tearing the furniture up. There are wild food everywhere. There are food everywhere. There are barn animals that he's rented somehow. And this is a neighborhood. And as a kid, I remember watching that saying, like, that is the coolest dad ever. <laughs> And like, why is their lame mom being so frustrated <laughs> at him? Now as a man, I watch that and I'm like, he's getting divorced. He doesn't even and know it does. yet. And then they do. He actually gets yeah. divorced. And you don't blame her at all. You're like, yeah, you know, he meant well. He was trying to be the fun dad. But when you're going against like kind of what those family rules have been and you, there's, you're inviting chaos, mm -hmm. you can have the fun without the chaos. You have to have fun with structure, with order, with accountability and, uh, yeah, and that's the key. You still have fun parties, but we love it. We you, love yeah. to have a fun. Ashley's party. the most fun person I know. Like this thing, I I don't want to paint the picture that like I'm Robin Williams and she's the <laughs> stick in the mud because she's. You are really funny. Like she, she's God the bless. most fun. I, I miss Robin Williams. Let me just. Say I do. That. I mean, he was he was a, a treasure. He was a treasure, absolutely. But um, it's a it's about encouraging each other, and it's about consistency, and it's about just. Saying, I think the main takeaway for us is when you are at a place where you are, in, you're in an impasse. You can't agree on exactly how it's supposed to look, or maybe you don't have a clear picture in your head of how it's supposed to look. True. You just have these unmet expectations, but you can't even verbalize what your expectations are with the kids. Do what we did, and it helps so much. Look to someone who's ahead of you, at least ten years. Mm -hmm. Someone who's not perfect because it doesn't exist, but who's healthy in their marriage and in their family and in their faith, and ask them over for dinner and say, listen, we want to learn from you. Would you come over to dinner and just tell us what you know about parenting? Because we're stuck right now. Yeah, We're stuck and we need to move forward. And most of the time, even busy people will be honored to share with you what they've learned. They will. And I want to say this, just practically speaking, sit down together when you're calm, not when you've had like the worst day ever with the kids and you've been pointing fingers at each other. Don't, don't let it be that day. But on a day where you're calm, and, um, and, and even where you've chosen, like all day, you've been like, we're going to have this talk. 
Um, we're not going to dread it. This is exciting because we're getting structure so that we can get on the same page. Okay. So have a time where you sit down and talk and you decide, first of all, you know, what are the main values of this family? Because the rules have to reflect the values. And so like, what are the main values? Is do we put a high value on fun? Because I think fun can be a value. Like we're both sevens on the Enneagram. We've taken this many times. And at first we were like, we're not sevens, but sevens are the ones, it's called the enthusiast. And you guys, I take Enneagram with a grain of salt, but I just find it kind of fun. I'm a, a little bit of a nerd when it comes to these personality tests. And I think you're a we got <laughs> You're so silly. He says that to Enneagram people and they're like, what are you talking about? There's it only, only nine. goes to nine. And I'm like... <laughs> Well, I'm whatever Enneagram thinks there is a 10 and that my wife is the 10. Oh my goodness. So we're both sevens. You know, we like to have a lot of fun. And um, so we do, we put a high value on fun. But again, we have to make sure certain things are met before we can have the fun because then we can truly have the fun and not, you know, not have everything fall apart. And, you know, talk, is it is it as far as their character? Hopefully, I mean, you put a high value on character. Make sure those rules that you have for your children reflect their character, like making sure they finish the job well. They don't do things halfway. Uh, making sure that that they're treating each other with respect and treating you with respect, making sure that they do their they hold their word. This is one of our values. Yeah. We put like lying. We, we always tell our kids, we're like, you know, you can get in trouble, but then if you lie about what you did, that's like even worse. I'd rather you just tell me the thing that you did and not lie about it because you're going to get worse consequences if you did the thing and then lied about it. Right. And so, because we, we put a high value on truth. We're like, you're going to tell the truth and you're going to, you're going to stay true to your word. You're going to follow through with what you promised. And, um, and so, you know, when it comes to the, the values of your family, you have to be on the same page with those, because if you're not even on the same page as what you value as a family, then it's hard to even know what roles need to be in place. And I know in the early years of raising kids, I was really big into charts because I felt like there's something, and again, this just shows my personality, There, there's, I feel like it's more organized when you have a chart and the kids can see their progress. And so we would have certain tests they'd have to do every day, like brush your teeth or whatever. And before they can read, it'd be a picture. You can buy these online too. You can even get free printables online. And I would have them complete that, you know, and they would check, put it, put a check mark or put a star. And then they get a little prize once they completed so many of those. Um, we, you know, recently with our first grader, he is a talker in class. Big shocker. I, every, I think every report card when I was in elementary school up until third grade got talking marked, you know, on my report card because I also love to talk. And so we're trying to to show him, you know, talking itself isn't bad, but there's a certain and appropriate time to talk and you have to raise your hand and you have to not interrupt the teacher and you have to not, not be interrupting your friends and not always try to be the center of attention. And so we've talked to his teacher. We sat down together because we wanted to make sure we were not only on the same page with each other, but we're also on the same page with his teacher. And we sat down and we said, what is some kind of incentive system where we can encourage him to, to be on task. And she said, how about I send home a smiley face sticker in his folder when he has a good day? And I'll, I'll put a little note of what went wrong on the days that he doesn't. And, yeah. and we'll just say like, go for stickers and however many stickers he gets, you know, yeah, he there, gets more allowance kind of or he gets some kind of incentive and, and it's worked. He loves it. It's, it's been so good for him. And it's really, it's finding what brings out the best in each kid. And yeah. what works for one doesn't work for the other. I sometimes. wish it did, but it doesn't. You, and you, so there's no one size fits all, guys. And you have to you have to be willing to adapt. You, mm-hmm. you, you're unchanging. You're fiercely unchanging on the principles that guide your parenting, your faith, those main principles. But you are very, very adaptable to the, the methods that you're going to use to implement those principles. Because right. each kid and then each season of life, what works with one kid when he's eight probably won't when he's 11. No. And you just have to be willing to adapt. And so 
we're on this journey. You know, yeah. we're learning too. We we do not have it all figured out. But the main thing in all of it is put God first and make sure that you're pointing your kids in a walk with Jesus Absolutely. because that's the most important thing we can teach them as kids. And then number two, model a healthy marriage. One of the best gifts you can give your kids is letting them see what a healthy, united, loving marriage looks like. Uh, and And so model those things for them and a lot of the rest will fall into place. Absolutely. And just know that you're not each other's enemy and you're not trying to outdo each other as a parent. Like that, I see so many couples deal with that. Like where one wants to be like seen as the better parent. And it's like, you both lose if that's the goal. The goal is to be a healthy family that sticks together. And so, you know, try to, to be each other's advocate, never, ever. And they will try this. Never, ever let your kids pin the two of you against each other because they will try it. You guys, like they, they want to get their way. They're going to try everything. They'll do whatever they can do. And so you don't throw your spouse under the bus either and say, I can't believe you let him do that or her do that. And, and show your kids in front of your kids that you're not on the same page. Even if you're not, you go in private, get on the same page, don't throw each under the bus, each other under the bus, and just make sure you work it out and say, okay, let's recalibrate here. What went wrong there? Let's make sure that we go and in our united front to our kids and stick to those, those kind of values and rules that we've put in place. So good. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Hey, a couple quick things. If you're not following us on Instagram, Check us out at Dave and Ashley Willis, all spelled out. Um, we're putting mostly Ashley. She's an Instagram queen and she's great at it. <laughs> I don't it. know about that. Posting some great stuff all summer. Uh, and you can also send us questions there and we do our best to respond to those as well. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for leaving reviews. It really does help. For all those who leave reviews, it helps other people discover. On Apple, but also on Spotify now. Yeah, so, and, yeah. and on YouTube. If and you're on watching, YouTube, yes. Wherever you're watching or listening, leave us a review. We really appreciate it. We'll look forward to seeing you next time.